code of conduct. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is the Code of Conduct with the King podcast. I am your host, Jay Spence, the King, and it is a Wednesday, so this is a weird day for you to be listening to me unless you was checking me out on the Hump Day hotline. But I'm here. I am here. Welcome, Bills Mafia. It's been a weird week, but it's been a good week so far. Um, it's just been a little different. So last week I decided to surprise my mom for her birthday and for Easter. Her birthday is actually April 4th, so it fell on Easter this year. So I flew back to Buffalo and I'm like, yeah, good idea. Do everything. Go see my mom. I completely forgot about schedules. <laughs> completely forgot about just irresponsible. I, I covered for Joe for the Overreaction Podcast completely forgot that I was flying back home Monday during the time that I normally record my podcast and I'm like you know what it's cool by the time I get get back to you know from the airport it's still early you know my time I can record it still get it up might even go live man I was asleep in the car <laughs> on the way back to the, to the house so it didn't happen and then yesterday same thing kind of just getting into the swing of life again just um you know when you go get back from out of town you got things to catch up on so I was getting caught up, getting back into the swing of things at work. And uh, yeah, so I just wasn't able to kind of get everything edited, recorded, mixed in time to to get it up for us yesterday. But today I woke up this morning. I actually so I did record a show last night and I edited it and um, I talked to Anthony's like, yeah, so just load it up uh, before noon. So I'm like, cool. So I woke up and I'm like, you know what? I actually feel like recording a show right now because I woke up and there's there's quite a bit of news this morning. So we're going to talk about a couple of things. This is not going to be a long show because like I said, I woke up and you know, it's just a couple things in the cycle right now. So we're going to talk about the bills. We're going to talk about some things around the league. I'm going to talk a little bit about tonight. We're going to have my man Sterling, um, you know, the usual suspects joining me for the hump day hotline because my man Joe Miller is on vacation. So listen, we are still going to be doing the hump day hotline. It is still going to go down as usual. You got to come in and hump that like and uh, you know, get down with me and Sterles. It's going to be a good time. What I'm going to do today, though, I'm actually going to be reaching out to some, you know, just on Twitter. I'm going to reach out. So if you're listening to this today and it's prior to the Hump Day Hotline, jump on Twitter. See if you see my handle. Reach out to me. I am going to be looking for maybe three or four fans, three or four people who don't normally. I'm by fans. I you know I know I'm a fan too, so I'm not speaking as if like you're a fan of me but what I'm saying is Bills fans who don't normally do the podcasting thing who don't normally do content creation you're not normally on YouTube anything like that I want to see you know I want you to get your take DM me I'm going to get five three or three to five people uh, with some good questions to come on we're going to give you guys time slots kind of like Matt Perino does when he does his Megapod and uh, just get some people on to talk about some different things I want to get some different interaction from some fans and and make this thing fun so let's jump right into it. The first thing I want to kind of talk about, I woke up this morning and I see that Nike has pulled or temporarily suspended their endorsement of Deshaun Watson until, obviously, until further notice, until they find out um, exactly what happened. Now, I need everybody to understand that Nike, there's no way in the world that Nike is able to just shut up about it. Like Nike's can cannot just sit back and, and keep endorsing this guy as much as all of us who do like him, those of us who don't like him, whatever your stance is on Deshaun Watson prior to these allegations, you know, with these allegations, Nike can't just be quiet. 
And there's a delicate conversation. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, we've seen in history. We've seen in history so many times where women are afraid to come out and publicly speak against somebody who has done something against them, who has mistreated them, abused them or, you know, just anything that would cause them to be publicly humiliated, embarrassed. You know, so you're seeing where a lot of times women won't come out because the public does not want to believe them or they won't believe them. And then on the same or the other side of the coin. You have times in history where we've witnessed, and I don't want to just say men, but we've witnessed people with with fame and wealth um, be extorted, get taken advantage of for those things. I am not at all suggesting that is what is happening here. What I am suggesting or what I am actually saying is there has to be there has to there has to be a place where we have to stop judging either side either side before the facts truly do come out because these poor women you have two women now who come out publicly so they put their names on it you can google their name and you see their face and the way these internet investigators are you know you got people on twitter instagram snapchat and whatever all of these other things are now I guarantee they know where she works. They know where she lives. They know everything about this woman now. Both these women that came out publicly. And you have a portion of whether it be Deshaun Watson fan base, whether it be the NFL fan base, whatever it is, you have a portion who are saying hateful, hurtful things about these women. If these allegations are true, they are victims. We, we got to get to the point where we stop judging it and making these public, you know, and just hurting people. And, and on the same thing for Deshaun Watson. This is why it's this is why it's delicate, because you don't want to say, well, what if he didn't do it? And then sound as if you don't want to believe the victims, because I'm I'm 100 percent. I want the victim. If, if this is if this is the truth, Deshaun Watson deserves every single thing that the law can throw at him as far as jail time as far as you know as far as fines as far as whatever it is that that if this if this stuff is true i do also want to say these are not the views of buffalo rumblings <laughs> these are also not the views of um sb nation this is this is just this is my podcast this is the things that, that i'm just choosing to talk about today um i think it's important that that we don't always ignore it. I try to ignore certain topics because they're so touchy. But when people are abused, man, it's 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 nothing it's nothing to play with. And these women, you have at this point 22 women that are publicly coming out and saying, well, two women publicly coming out and saying, then you have 20 women, possibly more, who are part of this lawsuit, who are part of you know, potentially these legal now, because at first it was, it was at first it looked like it was civil. That was, those were the only things that were filed. Civil charges were filed. Now you're looking at, you're looking at criminal charges. This is, this is, this is a whole completely different ball game. So for, for the sake of, for the sake of fairness to both sides, you know, I, I, I think that we need to, allow the truth to really come out. 
I will again publicly say if Deshaun Watson is guilty of any of these allegations, he deserves every he if if he is guilty of this. And it's difficult for me to believe because the man that we see, and again, it's TV. You know, you see the interviews, you see how you we watch football. So yeah, of course, on the football field, you know, you see this charismatic athletic guy making these plays, and you just fall in love with him from a standpoint of a football fan. Before before the Buffalo Bills had Josh Allen, you know, of course, we had Tyrod Taylor, and Tyrod was cool. Tyrod was cool. He was very athletic, and he did some things that other guys couldn't do. But, you know, if you were to ask any Bills fans three years ago or four years ago before Josh Allen was drafted, if we would take Deshaun Watson, I guarantee you, you would have a very large portion of the fan base who would say, I would trade whatever it took right now to get Deshaun Watson on this roster. Especially if you could have put Deshaun Watson on the roster that we had with Shady when he was still like when Shady was Shady. Robert Woods like come on man we had we had a team and I know a lot of people talk about it and we, look we had a team you put Deshaun Watson on that team that's not only a playoff team we're competing for some things I'm not saying we're gonna win the Super Bowl but we're competing so it's hard to fall in love with somebody as a fan and then to hear these things and to fathom somebody's really having the ability to do these evil things it's tough it's tough and then on the same hand, so it's a little bit lighter of a conversation, but the same thing. We're, we're looking, again, in, now within from Bill's Mafia, we're attacking ourselves again. Josh Allen, I apologize for my dog in the back. That's Bree. She's having fun. She is having a ton of fun right now. But um, Josh Allen, uh, I see that yesterday on on Cal Brandt's show, he, he talked about, you know, Cal asked him about the vaccination. And Josh's stance is basically like, hey, everybody has a choice. If you want to take it, take it. If you don't, don't. Do some research. I guess I'm not understanding why the outrage for someone making a decision for themselves. I'm, I'm not saying I'm pro-choice. I'm not saying go get the vaccine. I'm not saying, listen, what I'm saying is do what do what's best for your household. Do what's best for you. My mother, my mother. So I'm, I'm going to, you know, speak personally here. You know, I just talked about going to Buffalo for my mother's birthday and surprising her for it. Listen, my mom has certain allergies to certain medications. That is the concern for us. It's not other things. It's not other. It's, I needed to research literally what was in the vaccine. And that was the decision for me. And we'll yell at people. I've seen people yelling at now on this thread for Josh Allen. I can't believe he would just. How do you not know just because his father suffered from it or just because. How do you not know that there may not be other factors other than political? We got to we got to allow people to be individuals. Got to allow it. Got to allow it. Moving on. Now, let's talk some football. This is the fun part. I I didn't want to start off like that, but. You know, a lot of times we don't talk about those things or I don't talk about those things. And, um, you know, it's there, it's there. And, it, and it's one of those things, if you don't talk about it, um, it, it almost seems as if you don't have a stance. So I, I don't I want to be very clear when it comes to things like um, sexual abuse, domestic violence, um, racism, sexism, any of those things. I want to be very clear that I am against all of it. 
and and if you are a victim of those things, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't ever want anybody to believe that we don't believe them or that we don't have their backs and that we don't support the healing process that people need to go through. But then we also need to be aware of the world that we live in and, and that we do we do at times tend to make people guilty before they're proven innocent. So, you know, I would just I would just caution, you know, let, let's not commit character homicide to any of these people, whether it be the 22 ladies, whether it be Deshaun Watson, whether it be the lawyer of the ladies or whatever. Let's see what the facts are. Let, let's get the facts. Let's see what's going on. But the Buffalo Bills have the best, have the best. Can I say it again? My Buffalo Bills have the best general manager in the National Football League because this morning the news came out that the Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills have agreed to terms with guard Forrest Lamp on a one-year contract. Now, a lot of people might not know who Forrest Lamp is right here in Buffalo. Uh, Forrest Lamp was a second-round pick. Now, he was projected to be a, a very solid interior lineman, very solid. He hasn't quite panned out for the Chargers, but the talent was there. When you look at the tape, when you look at the film, there was a reason why he was drafted in the second round, because it was there. So, listen, we have some some competition now. Who's to say that a change of scenery might not work for this guy? You know, we're talking about, you know, what, what we saw out of Ryan Tannehill and everybody's talking about, hey, the same thing might happen now for, for Sam Darnold, which, by the way, I got to get my man's stats back on. He was supposed to be on with me. Stats and I have a bet about Sam Darnold. He thinks Sam Darnold is absolute trash. I know a bunch of people in Bill's Mafia do as well. Uh, stats is a 49ers fan, if I'm not mistaken, but... The thing with Sam Darnold was it's exactly what we're talking about with Tannehill before. And now what I'm talking about about here with Lamp, when, when you're not 100% invested into or you're not invested into properly, who's to say that some change of scenery might not improve this thing? So, hey, Sam Darnold, I, I am happy for him down in Carolina. I think it's a win-win for both the Jets and the Panthers. I think the Panthers immediately upgraded, even though I like Teddy. I'm a Teddy Bridgewater fan. But there are things that I saw Sam Darnold do that had me nervous. He had me nervous when when they drafted him. But the thing was, their coach, their coach and their front office um, just did not do the same thing that the Buffalo Bills did for Josh Allen. So, you know, it doesn't matter what Sam Darnold is able to do if the team around him isn't good. We see who Josh Allen is. Guess what? That first year when he had Kelvin Benjamin, Zay Jones, Andre Holmes and whoever else. He did. He he may have flashed and he showed signs where he's jumping over guys and he's he puts a throw on the money that gets dropped. Yeah, we saw signs. We saw the flashes. That's what I see with Sam. But the talent around him, the team around him, the the type of, um, you know, just the system around him is not fitting for Sam Darnold. Go down to Carolina, man, and make that thing happen. Go down there and make that thing happen. He's going to show some people. So I got I got a bet with stats, man. We're going to make that thing happen. So but back to the bills, back to the bills. So I'm looking forward to this. You know, there's been some questions that, you know, Bruce and I spoke, you know, previously about, you know, Cody Ford and, and actually same thing with with Sterling. And he'll be on the hump the hotline tonight. We'll talk about it. Um, You know, Cody Ford, are we are we sure that Cody Ford is really. Is is he solid now at, at that guard position? You know, they thought they drafted him at right tackle. Didn't quite pan out. Now we extended Daryl Williams. So now what? Okay, left guard, right guard. Where are we going to put Cody Ford? And then you figure this is absolutely, 
absolutely upgrade to Brian Winters. But even if this guy is a second round pick who could potentially be depth, I'm not saying he's coming in to take over. He's not coming in to take over Cody Ford's position. Cody Ford is our starter as of right now. What I'm saying is we have all complained all year last year about some of the inconsistencies on our offensive line. We've complained about how Cody Ford has moved around. Some people have complained that they felt that Cody Ford hasn't uh, looked good. Last Sunday, Bruce said on the chop up slash overreaction that Cody Ford has not consistently put together. I think he said three games or four games in a row of good football. He just hasn't put good football on film since he's been in the league. And this is now his he's going into year three he has two full years of tape. And he has not consistently shown that he is a good football player on the National Football League's level. He has not done it. And I agree with Bruce there. So, no, yeah, I'm saying, hey, the Bills drafted this guy. Right now, he's the starter coming in. You know, Lamp is not going to take his spot. But, hey, competition. Iron sharpens iron. And I'm looking forward to um, seeing the competition this this summer. Because when you look at what Brandon Bean has done this offseason, yeah, we went out and we got a defensive end with five and a half sacks. We did. We added a wide receiver. But go and look at the rest of, go look at everything else that was done. Go take a look at all the other moves. Not the guys that we brought back. Look at the guys we brought in. Overwhelmingly, you're looking at protecting your quarterback. That is what Brandon Bean is focused on, protecting his quarterback. So there's competition here. These moves let me know. Yeah, we, we brought Feliciano back. Yeah, we brought Williams back. Yeah, Cody Ford, is yeah, he's our guy. We drafted him in the second round. Guess what? We're bringing guys in. Last year was good. You guys protected Josh. We didn't do great because we didn't run well. We're bringing guys in to compete. We need some competition here. And then on top of the competition that he's bringing in, he's he's still doing it at a rate that he's he doesn't have to be done if he doesn't want to be done. Um, if you if you get a chance, go over to buffalorumblings.com and check out, you know, my man Matt Warren put up a beautiful article talking about um, the contract details for Tyro Adams and um, just not just so much just those details, but it, it breaks down just how how Brandon Bean's mind, how his mind works. And it talks about the structure of the contract. And then there's some other articles out there elsewhere, but it kind of talks about where we stand um, to date with free agency and with our cap space. Um, so prior to signing lamp, we were at around $5.6 million in cap space projected for our draft picks. We're projected to spend about 2.2. So to have about $4 million kind of to play around and, and to, and remember there is still some ways to maneuver if, if Brandon Bean wants to move some money around. So listen, you keep doing what you're doing, Brandon. Keep doing it, man. We we loving you out here in Buffalo. Uh, uh, I told your wife on Twitter, uh, every, if I'm just talking like Brandon's listening. He's probably never going to hear this, but I'm talking like he's listening. Listen, my next dog is being named Brandon. That's it. Or Bean. It's Bean. Nope. Next dog is Bean. Going down. Going down. So listen, 
It is going down tonight. Like I said, the Hump Day Hotline today, I told you, it wasn't going to be a long show because I knew tonight, you know, um, this is an off day for me normally. But I woke up, saw those things, wanted to kind of get some thoughts down about them, uh, kind of get them out. And then, like I said, join me tonight. If you are available, DM me, hit me up. Let me know if you want to be one of the four, three, five guests, whatever we're going to have to, uh, you know, to throw some questions at me and Sterling and be a part of the Hump Day Hotline. And as usual, y'all know how I do it over here, man. Y'all take care of each other, love each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative and go Bills. Let's get it. Code of conduct.